podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to a special episode, episode 11 uh, of the Dream Team Tonic podcast. We don't usually pod in international breaks, we usually have a bit of a rest, but we thought we'd come on, on air and have a few beers and just a, a bit of an informal chit-chat. There is a few Dream Team questions. We, we threw, uh, we threw a, a tweet out for our listeners to get, get in, involved in it and ask anything really, rather than just Dream Team. So we'll have a flick through all them. Um, we'll touch on some subjects that have gone on. Obviously, the UEFA Nations League is going on as we speak. Spain and Spain and France should be a good game. So there will be some uh, alerts on. So if there isn't any goals, any any noises coming through, that's that. Uh, obviously, big big news with the Newcastle takeover. Um, we're going to go through where we think will win the Premier League and get relegated. Some big subjects, Foden and KDB back on the scene. I think we'll touch on that and a lot of other stuff. So, are you there, Ben? Yeah, how are you doing, lads? All good, mate. Are you there, James? I'm here, mate. Ready for a, a few beers and a, and a chat. Right, kicking us off, straight in with the Dream Team question. Obviously, they've took the opportunity of getting some more questions in this week before, obviously, returns next week. Fergie's Apprentice. Hi, lads, I'm back with a question. Is this a team well set up, do you think? He's no transfers left. He spoke to him like Tony did, like I did. Um, he's got KDB and Salah back after a punt that went wrong. Uh, he got them both in before the price rises. What do we think, James? Well, <clears throat> Triori's got to go next month, hasn't he? I think, um, looking at the team. Um, I think I would rework that midfield and consider going to a back four. Um, obviously, keep an eye on what um, Torres does when if he starts picking up more starts. I think... Um, They've got a few easier fixtures coming up, so Torres might get a few more starts. He didn't um, he didn't start the game against Liverpool, did he? So you'd think there's a good chance he'll come back in the side. So I wouldn't necessarily rush him out, although there is a hell of a lot of competition in that midfield. Um, it's worse, I, isn't it? It's it worse. Is. Yeah. Ideally, Rafina would be a player that's playing in Europe. Um, yeah, but I appreciate it's a bit tricky with the budget and stuff. So, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, Alonso, he got to monitor him closely with Chilwell coming back now. Um, I've taken Alonso out of most of my teams, and uh, I've got a feeling Chilwell's going to get more starts going forward. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on the team. What do you guys think? Go on, Ben. Yeah, um, Trowell is a not one I would have picked anyway. <laughs> you lot, you jumped on him, didn't you? He was, yeah, he was. I mean, <laughs> he was doing good at that time, weren't he? Yeah. It's like jumping on the bandwagon. Obviously, you're getting starts, and then all of a sudden, everyone's jumped on him, or a certain percentage of people jumped on him, mm. and now he's being dropped. But I am hearing that Trincao is out uh, this weekend coming. Yeah. Now that opens up the spot. I was surely Triori starts. Yeah, yeah, but they've got Podence, they've got Huang. As well, so and Jimenez takes the centre spot. So, Podence has been a little bit like Traore, hasn't he? Mm. I think he was uh, injured. 
Yeah, he was. He just, he just doesn't seem to. He, he's a good player, a tricky little player. Uh, he just seems to have a minimal end product. Mm. So, I, I don't know. I, obviously, he can't do anything now. Yeah. Because he's no transfers. I think the Torres one, I think Torres might start this weekend. Obviously, he's banging him in for Spain. He had a decent start for City. Then the games went a bit tricky. And obviously, De Bruyne coming back. Um, Foden. Foden were unreal the other night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a few rotation risks there, isn't there? Torres, Traore, Alonso. What about, did you see Chilwell for England the other night? Yeah, he scored, didn't he? If, how the, many positions were he taking? He, he was basically what? doing an Alonso, weren't he? That's you know I nearly texted you, text you guys and said it looks like he's he's turned into a long time. <laughs> he's well, That's what I need to do. <laughs> he was in, he's like um, getting getting in the number nine position and all, all over the pitch. He's quite quite funny, yeah. Yeah, he played well. I mean, obviously doing all danger coming from forward from Andorra, so you can afford to play like that. But he very much looked like Alonso. Um, good goal. I liked your tw- yeah. I liked your tweet the other night about uh, playing against Chavi in midfield. <laughs> it was true, wasn't it? Yeah. I just seen him at the end of the game and I thought, pissing hell, Zavi were on pitch. Like, that makes it, Foden's, uh, Foden's performance even even more impressive. <laughs> Zavi, number eight. I mean, surely. I mean, he must have a laugh with his mates putting that shirt on for Andorra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fergie's apprentice. I mean, you're pretty much in. He's in that. Uh, well, you've, you've made your changes now. You're just gonna yeah. fingers crossed and see what happens. Solid but team there. It is solid yeah. enough. If them players play, they they they'll probably score points. And mm. you know, like I said Tor- there's a run of games for City. Torres might get the nod for the next three games running. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Um, especially if he's trying to save De Bruyne and and Ford and, and the likes for um, the bigger games. Uh, Connor, <laughs> Newcastle fan, um, obviously blogger for us, Connor. He's got a few questions. Uh, it would probably take us a while to cover all these. So he's obviously a little bit over the moon with the Newcastle takeover. We don't want to go into too many political issues because there's obviously a lot, a lot behind that. Which, I mean, for me, I, I think, I think. Um, I don't. The Premier League had a vote on it, didn't they? The top six had a vote on whether Newcastle, the Newcastle takeover, should go ahead the first time, which I thought stunk a little bit. Yeah, mm. I don't think they should ever have a say, especially when it affects their, um, well, their power and their their ability to finish in the Champions League places and, and so on. So that really that stunk a little bit. So obviously there's a, there's a lot more than to it than that, but we won't go too far to the Saudis like fair play Newcastle they're going to get a hell of a lot of money spent on them it's exciting times for the football club um, obviously they probably feel like City fans used to do so we'll go through his questions um, predictions on who you think Newcastle will sign a couple of names off the top of your head who do you think they might sign I've heard some crazy names being mentioned and <laughs> Bappy being the, the main one which I don't think is going to happen but um Go on, James. Who do you think, Nate? Well, um, <clears throat> there's there's three three types of players I think they'll bring in: mercenaries, outcasts, and has been. Um, yep. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, they're not going to bring the likes of Mbappe in from day one. 
they, they need to be looking at the likes of the Coutinho's and um, players like that. You know, I mean, Barcelona are desperate to offload a load of players, aren't they? Um, yeah. They're on high, they're on big wages. No one wants to take them. Um, but there's still some quality in that squad. And if you can get those sorts of players firing, if you can pick the right ones, and uh, I think, it, you know, they could do quite well. I mean, <clears throat> they can have a Rigi in January if they like. Um, <laughs> he's, he's been, he's been on the transfer market for a while. Yeah. Um, I've heard talk of uh, Tarkovsky of Burnley. Um, yeah. I don't think that would be a bad signing. Maybe him him and Lascelles could uh, shore up that defence. Yeah, I think, um, they, they, I think they need to uh, just calm down with the excitement a little bit because the signings that they're going to need to make to progress to the next step, like you say, they're not going to go and get an Mbappe. They're not going to go and sign these world, world-class players. They need to improve what they've got first and foremost. And mm. Probably stay in the Premier League. Maybe a mid-table finish this year. And Tarkowski from uh, Burnley, very good defender. Um, I'd like to see that move go through because I think that would weaken Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> Just for personal reasons. But he's a very good defender. Uh, they were a great signing for Burnley, that. Um, and then you touched on it. Barcelona, like you say, mercenaries. Is Coutinho, if he did get shipped off to Newcastle. He's going to be able to motivate him to sell to play for, for Newcastle. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Who was that guy that Man City bought when they, that that um that Brazilian forward? Rubinho. Uh, Rubinho, yeah. yeah um, you've got to get the likes of him. He started off all right, didn't he? And then he, did. Then he realised he was in Manchester. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it all went Pete Tong, didn't it? But, it did. Yeah. Would you recommend yeah, well, players, I think they will sign. I don't, can't see them signing any big names in January. Yeah, I could see Coutinho. Mm. I could see him. I could, like you said, Barcelona desperate. Maybe, yeah. And who's going to pay them wages? Mm. And they want a marquee signing. You could see Coutinho turning up at Newcastle in January. <laughs> I, could, I could. It sounds The only crazy, thing is, though, if they sign him and put him on, say, 125 grand a week or whatever. The rest of the team's on like, what well, I don't know, 40, 50 grand. They're going to yeah. be a bit few upset players, isn't they? Oh, yeah, and and that's what happens. That's what happened at uh, Madrid when they started signing the Galacticos. You had like El, yeah. you had Elguera playing centre half with uh, I can't remember who was playing with at the time, but that he was on like 100 grand more than him. <laughs> you won't be happy, would you? You sat in your office doing the same job as a guy who sat next yeah. to you earning hundred grand more. That's why the only one yeah. won Champions League that that time when Zidane and Figo signed. Yeah, mm. it, it it isn't great. I think like we're going to touch on it. I think in the next question, which is thoughts on the bookies' favourites for the job. Obviously, they have got Conte, Gerard, Eddie Howe, uh, that that ex Dortmund manager. Is up there as well in the bed. Uh, Rag- Rag- Ragnick or something? Ralph Ragnick? Is that him? You say Dortmund? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of the uh, Red Bull manager. Leipzig one. That, yeah. Ralph Ragnick? Yeah, he's the technical director for um, Red Bull Leipzig, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. But he's supposed to be a good manager as well. The, th- mm. the thing is, you don't want to come to him, do you? Mm. you someone who come in and like you say, just probably sign a load of mercenaries and then leave in a year and a half yeah. or a year. It's got to be something that's built. Yeah. They're going to have to bring somebody in who's going to probably stay there for the next five to seven years 
and build Newcastle into a European contending team. Yeah. Mm. It happen overnight. We've seen that with City. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, Kevin Keegan's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) The Messiah. (laughs) I mean, for me, I don't know. Eddie Howe, probably not. He's a decent manager, but is he going to attract the likes of Coutinho and stuff? It's a, it's a, it's a balancing act. Mm. They're probably going to get a big foreign name in, I would say. Conte, I wouldn't. Um, Gerard. Gerard's an interesting one. Mm. Well at Rangers. Mm. Can't see it. He could be a good appointment. I could see him, uh, you know, geeing up the troops. Um, yeah. He's got some good contacts in the game. I, I think um, Pot, uh, Potter of um, Bright, Brighton would be probably a best a better appointment. Mm. I see his name's been linked. Yeah, I can't. He looks good, like a good job down there, hasn't he? I can't see them either of them two leaving. Like Gerard, I think he's been lined up for the next mm. Liverpool manager once Klopp yeah. decides to leave or whatever he does. And um, Potter's got a good job down at Brighton. Everything's. Everything's uh, top notch up there now. Everything's been built up, new stadium, tra- training True. facilities. He's getting all these players in from around the world. They've got a good scouting system. So, be, well, it depends money in it. If he gets offered a lot more money, <laughs> yeah. then yeah, maybe. So they start saying, "Come here, Potter. We'll give you fifteen million a year." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you go there and spend twelve months there. You made, aren't you? Mm. Mm. He, he's got a young family. He's, money does talk. It does. And that, that's the scary thing is like they could be talking in three years' time, we'll be uh, all sat here with block Newcastle defences. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, struggling to fit Mbappe uh, into our forward line in a Newcastle shirt. But yeah. Alan Shearer, Alan Shearer will come back as player manager. <laughs> he couldn't cut it first time, could he? Shearer. Oh, I know, but they love him up there, don't they? They do, even though he took him down. But did he? Did he? Did he not jack the job just before they went down? Um, pretty certain. I know he took him down. I don't remember them him uh, jacking it in before they went down. I, 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 I might be wrong there. I, I, I might be wrong. I might be, <laughs> I might be just making some up, but <laughs> someone, someone tells me that he left the sinking ship. Um, but it's, yeah. a bit, it's a bit scary, though, isn't it? With all the, I mean, from a Liverpool fan perspective, or anyone, I think the amount of money they're going to bring into the league, um, it's going to push all the prices up, isn't it? Of all the other players, um, yeah. they could be a serious force. And from what I've been reading. Because uh, Mike Ashley has been quite frugal, shall we say, with his uh, with his transfer <laughs> spends. Um, uh, financial fair play is not going to be an issue for them for uh, because they've been in profit for a few years. So yeah, um, I that, that's what I'm hearing. I don't know if that's true, but if, so if if financial fair play is not a major concern, then they can pretty much splash the cash, can't they? Yeah, that's the scary part. Like yeah. I said, they could just go and. Bang a lot of big transfers in straight off the bat in the January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are you happy for new? I, it for me, I'm happy. But you know, I, I see I see Newcastle. They, they say they've had tough times and they give it all this. They want a pity party, don't they? Like 
obviously they've had a bit of a crap owner in Mike Ashley and stuff. There's, a, there's some teams that are a hell of a lot worse off than they are. There's teams going bust left, right and centre in the lower leagues and all, all this stuff. But Newcastle fans, they've got a great fan base. They're a great lot, the Jordy lot. And, you know, fair play. Go, go and enjoy some, some decent times. Why not? I'm happy for them. Yeah, I think they deserve it, don't they, after years yeah. of Mike Ashley? It'd be better if the money come from elsewhere. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, let them get excited. Let them, let them have this uh, this moment. It, it's good. It's probably good for the game. I mean, you Arsenal and Tottenham must be absolutely papping their pants. <clears throat> Daniel Levy um, tried to block it, didn't he? I, I, saw, I saw the headlines. I'm not, <laughs> not surprised. I mean... They now are in danger of. I mean, I mean, Leicester, you're a lot Ben. They'd already upset the top six anyway, <laughs> um, and obviously a bit of a dodgy start to the season. But yeah. over the last few years, Leicester have been a, sol- a proper force. Got some good backing there as well. You state the art training facilities. Uh, you 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 got a proper solid base now at Leicester, and that's upset the uh, Apple Car. That's upset the top six uh, with Spurs and Arsenal struggling. Uh, to be making the European competitions now. So Newcastle coming in and playing, <laughs> having to do with that as well. I mean, yeah, I, I can see the Super League back on table in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming the Super League, isn't it? The Premier League. It pretty much is. They're going to have to... Uh, have... Sorry, go on. Well, you'll have, you'll have Barcelona and Real Madrid applying to join the Premier League, yeah. won't you? Yeah, they'll <laughs> probably have to uh, give us a couple more places in the Champions League as well, won't they? <laughs> we've, yeah. we've got S- seven teams. Yeah, I think we've got like nine or ten teams, the richest teams now in the top twenty in the world. Hmm. All of football, <laughs> where the money is. Right, we'll jump off the uh, Newcastle takeover. We'll jump back into a fancy football world. And on Tatler, should goalkeepers get additional points for saves and midfielders get extra points for tackles? Goals from defenders be worth more, e.g. 10 points, 8 points for midfielders and strikers with 5 points. Excuse me. What changes would you make to point scoring in the future or leave as, as it is now? Uh, always a hot topic. Um, ben? Um, yeah, it's it's a strange one. It's a tricky one because you don't want to change it too much because then it'd be like the other games. Yeah. Um, the other formats. I do like the goalkeeper saves... Uh, idea though, especially in Dream Team, because the keepers don't seem to get many points unless they get uh, man of the match or or penalty save or something like that. That's the only yeah. really extras they get, or they score a goal like Allison did last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, like in, in Fan Team, it's uh, zero a half a point, isn't it, for a save? I like that in Fan Team. So. You, even if they just make one save, you're getting point five of a sa- uh, point. Yeah, yeah, and um, <clears throat> I like uh, Sky as the tackles, doesn't it? And T- uh, Telegraph have taken on the tackles now, just for midfielders though. That yeah, that's really interesting in Sky though. Uh, really like that. Um, and the the goals for defenders ten ten's a bit high, I think, but um, maybe. Maybe five for a striker, six for a midfielder, seven for a defender, or something like that. But I, I wouldn't change that in Dream Team. 
I, the one thing I would change in June two miles give you an extra point for an assist because two's a bit stingy. I think. Yeah. I think uh, three should be at least for an assist. What do you guys think? Well, I was going to say exactly the same about <laughs> the assist. So I think we've mentioned that before, haven't yeah. we? Two is just real stingy. You could get. I mean, it's such a key contribution yeah, to the game. Um, it seems really stingy just to have two yeah, uh, when you definitely. get so much for a goal. Um, I like your idea about the goalkeepers and the saves and things. I mm. think that, you know, half a point, that would work for me. I do think it would be nice if the if the defenders got a little bit more points for uh, for a goal. Yeah. Because um, they, you know, they don't score many, do they, generally? Mm. Um, yeah. And it would be nice if you could just how how cool is it when you when you've picked that goal scoring defender, yeah, um, and he, he gets he's only going to get two three or four a season, unless you get an exceptional season with your Frank Naberth or something like that many years ago. Yeah, um, yeah I quite like um, the idea of give, giving the defenders a little bit of a bump on that, so just to make it more of a special occasion, if you know what I mean. Mm. That's it. Like you said, there's areas of the pitch players that don't score much they could do with a bit of an helping hand keepers especially notoriously obviously of all scoring because if you don't keep a clean sheet they're getting nothing yeah um, but they, they, they could get beat 3-2 and the keepers had an absolute yeah hit game he's just mm. conceded a few like, a few worldies but he's made 6 or 7 top saves other than that I think yeah a bit of uh, a bit of fairness it would be nice, right? You say, but you don't. You don't, you don't want to make it the other games, but obviously, dream team always has the the European and the cup games to go on. Mm. So bringing in one or two of them little rules and little little scoring changes wouldn't make it too similar because you've always got that European side element of it, which makes it different to the yeah. others. Um, the, an interesting one. I don't know whether it's, it's further on down here. Um, that were asked about making the um, making the pricing not. I think it said similar to FPL. I don't know whether the questions on here. I don't know who asked it. it I seen it the other day, but obviously not not pricing it as the same as FPL. But obviously making the standout players Salah, De Bruyne, Kane, you know, the, you know, the, the big big hitters. Pricing them really high, yeah. And and if you do that, it it mixes up the rest of the team, mm. and it mixes up everybody's teams. So that's all, that that's that's something I'd probably bring in is pricing where you can only probably afford two or three of them. Yeah, because in FPL and in the other games, you you can struggle to fit them all in. But Dream Team, you, you make one enabler. Yeah, I think even just one enabler, which you can obviously do that as your keeper because you don't score many points. And that, that usually gives you enough cash available to stick all the big hitters in. So that's probably something that needs looking at. Yeah. To be but fair... Again, and that, that changes each year, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I was Go just going to say, to be fair, this season it's been pretty much like that. You can't get all the big hitters in this year because there's been so many... Uh, with the new signings, Ronaldo, Lukaku. But... Um, Last year, it was do, pretty... do you not think that's that's not through pricing though? That's just because of positions. Because yeah. Ronaldo and Lukaku come in, if they hadn't come into Premier League, you'd have had Salah, Kane, Fernandez, De Bruyne, Antonio, probably, and then you probably just put oh, Antonio yeah, or in or rotate the third striker. Yeah, yeah. 
so it would it would never it, the only it's got difficult only because them two players yeah. signed later on in the window, yeah. and and really that's what's made it a little bit tricky this year. Mm. But that's not through uh, dream teams doing. No, we just a little bit of luck on their end because if <laughs> we haven't got enough <laughs> spaces to fill. You say that, but I do think Dream Team have tried to make it harder this year. Yeah, definitely. With with um with the pricing, um because they they I've I've been playing it for for three years now before this season, and um in previous seasons I've looked at the the prices and there's always been a right blimey he's one million or he's he's only two million yeah. he's an absolute shoe in. I remember looking at Mason Mount. One million in the first first season, I think he was, and I thought, but it that those sorts of players are a lot harder to find this year. So I do think they have put more thought into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely at the lower end. Yeah, I think yeah. they just need to to take the premiums away from people a little bit. Yeah, so you certainly. can't have too many of them. That's yeah. all. I think yeah, like you say, regarding the rest of the structure, of the pit, like they did make it difficult. Mm. And, and like I said, we we're talking about the Chelsea train. And trying to get onto the Chelsea train, it ended up difficult because of how they priced the Chelsea defence, how they priced the City defence. Yeah, exactly. Has been difficult. Yeah. Um, so there is areas they've got it right, but again, it was just a little bit too easy just to throw the big premiums in with one enabler. But we'll line things up. Mike's been on. <laughs> what do you call it when Batman skips church? <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Mike. <laughs> we asked for a random. We asked for a random. Uh, Lee Alex, been on. What was your earliest memories of playing fancy football? Uh, what game did you start with, etc.? James, we'll go to you first, mate. Being the well, understatement of the group. <laughs> yeah. Days before the internet, um, yeah. <laughs> I used to. Um, I started playing the te- the first game I played was the Telegraph, and um, yeah. we were playing. I, I used to work for Lum Poly, believe it or not, in wow. their IT department in Leamington Spa, Lovely. and um, Jesus I got in. Nice. They, they all did a. Um, they did um, like a, a Telegraph League, but you, we kind of worked it out ourselves. Yeah. So you get the points from the uh, from the from the newspaper on the Sunday. Um, which was weird because you think back to how it used to be. You had to go out and you had to get that newspaper on that yeah. Wednesday, on that Wednesday when they printed the points. And on a couple of occasions, you know, you, you're starting to like get a bit uh, edgy because you. Well, when I started running my own fantasy football system a, a year or two later, which I'd written from scratch, just in just for the office, um, trying to get hold of the Telegraph paper. You know, you've been on holiday or something. And you're like, has anyone got the Telegraph? <laughs> Please say someone's got the Telegraph. Um, so yeah, that was my first um, experience many years ago playing fantasy football. What about you guys? Go on, Ben. Um, well, my first memory of playing it was I was about seven years old, and uh, mum and dad used to have a bar in Spain, and um, someone come in. One of the customers used to come in, and he used to love it, and he used to go, "Oh, yeah, Ben." Pick a team out of paper, and I'll put it on for you. So I used, used to do that, and I didn't, I don't, I didn't keep up with it or anything. But that was my first memory. And he used to put it on for me every year, and he used to like run it for me. But um, my first proper memory was probably playing in a football team 
and uh, we used to have a FPL mini league uh, just for banter and uh, didn't take it any serious or anything but just like threw a team in there players like Adebayor and stuff like that <laughs> scoring <laughs> against Derby I think we used to just pick any player that was playing against Derby that weekend and just bang them in <laughs> when, they were, when they were awful what, they get 11 points or something yeah <clears throat> What about you, Tony? Sounds like. Go on. I was just, sorry. I was just going to say it sounds like you had more transfers than we did back in the day. No. If you could pick, uh, pick all the world team players playing against Derby, it think... used to be like a really limited per season. I can't remember how many it was. It might be ten a season or something. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Can't remember yeah. now. But I'm sure we. Uh, sure we. I probably would have took minus fours and all sorts. I didn't know what I was doing really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine were. Um... I'm on teletext. I remember it vividly. I'm not too sure whether it was teletext fancy football or it was one from the paper. Um, and you could use the teletext phone in. I think it might have been mirror, the mirror. And you could phone in on the teletext. And then you could do your subs through there. And probably something silly like, I don't know, a pound a minute. And you used to have to key in like your team code. And then you'd key in. The, the code of the player that you want to remove, then you key in the code of the player. So they'd be like, oh, my dad. So I was only about seven or eight year old. I was only young. And I'm there like, wanting to transfer. And I, I vaguely remember like Derby players is, is one, uh, Ravenelli. Um, one chopping. Up front for, yeah, power one chop. Players like that. And uh, transferring them in, trying to transfer them in. My dad went absolutely mental when I gave him wrong code. He's having to start again. He's like pissing hell. Like it's costing me a fortune. This, <laughs> and, he, and he's in his head. He's probably thinking these transfers are absolute, absolute dog crap as well. And, but yeah, so that that is where it always comes from. My dad, like the football side, of, and then fancy football, always just involved, like just copying what my dad did basically. So yeah, I think it was. I think it was a mirror. I'm not too sure. I need to find it out mm. which one you could change through teletext. You could fold it up. But yeah. They were good. I used to love it. That's where it started. I played it every season since, and then in different formats. Obviously, the sun being one of the main ones. So, Lee Hooper has been on. Do you want gamble at all? What do you think about gambling in football? He's a reformed gambling addict. He doesn't touch bookies, casinos, or anything like that. Dream Team is the one thing he does. He enjoys a bit of fun. doesn't make him want to properly gamble. It helps him. Uh, oh, and great work with the pod, lads. Always a good listen. Glad to have found something that I enjoyed to listen to whilst out running, which is good. Cheers, mate. Always nice. For yeah, the, thanks, Lee. Yeah, good, good feedback, Lee. Cheers for that. Um, gambling in football. Gambling's a bit of a demon, and it's a, it's a nasty thing, really. It can be fun if you can, if your personality isn't an addictive one, and you can, you can put a few bets on and not really care whether the win or lose. It's just a bit of fun. And not chase your money. Um, I think it comes down to an individual who, whether they get sucked in by those demons and stuff. Uh, for me, it's, it's all over football, isn't it? It's absolutely plastered everywhere. Sky Bet is Bet365, every, every other advert is. For me, I, I probably follow the European rules and just put a bit of a bit of a cap on it like there's no need for how much they throw in everyone's faces if you want to have a bet have a bet the the, the, the old days was i remember being young and going down to bookies with my dad and uh 
I'd get in a coupon, which were all them papers that tra- traces on one underneath. I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. And then you put your one for a home, two for the way, X for a draw. That's what I remember. I used to go put some 50p coupons on. And I'd sit there and watch uh, Soccer Saturday or Football Force, yeah. whatever it might have been, with the uh, the Viddy Princes. And that, that was, to me, that's that was what gambling's about, having a, having a few bets on a Saturday for football. Now it's just in your face. It's every single day, every hour of every day. You, you want to bet on the Vietnamese League <laughs> 2 games? You can. And these gambling companies are just getting richer and richer. I think. <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen it, lads, in... Uh, like in Europe, obviously France. My, my dad goes abroad to France quite a bit, mm. and he cannot access a gambling website on his phone. Now, the, now, there's probably a way around it. Don't get me wrong. If you start bouncing your 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 signal off wherever, and there probably is, but for my dad, there is no way. Like, he can't do that. He doesn't know the ins and outs of that. So <laughs> he's always texting me what bets to put on for him. <laughs> so, so I have access access to his account. So, it, but. The point is, is how much that probably saves him in cash when he goes away. If he don't, if he don't gamble that week or for them two weeks, it's something that should be brought in over here, in my opinion. But yeah, like, it's good to know that you're a reform gambler. Obviously, doing a bit of dream team isn't isn't the worst thing, is it? A bit of fun. Um, are you in our cash mini league? <laughs> it could be classed as gambling. But yeah, what do you guys reckon, James? Yeah, I, I've got some friends, and I, I do know some people that have uh, that have had had some problems with it. So, it, it, if you've got if you've got that sort of addictive personality, I think what's, a few a few people I know said the worst thing you can do is have a bad is, is have a big win. Um, yeah, and then of course you think you you want to chase that high again. Mm. Um, I personally, I do put the odd bet on. Sometimes I'll go three or four weeks without putting a bet on, but occasionally I'll put like a, te- a fiver on or a tenner on or something like that. Nothing yeah. major. Um, it's not a big part of my life, but I know it can destroy people's lives. So, uh, yeah, um, I've, I don't know what else to say, really. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, um, I used to love putting a accumulator on on a Saturday uh, for yeah. the football and that. And um, I, lo- I used to love putting a bet on. I-, I still do every now and again, but since I've been playing fantasy football, it seems to have took over for me. Like I know that I've got like my interest invested in players scoring, so it's a bit like a bet, isn't it? Say like Salah yeah. scoring or whoever gets a clean sheet, and y- you get the sort of high from that, don't you? Not obviously, it's not yeah. the same, but. At the end of the season, you might win some money in in the, in the mini league, so it's a bit it's a bit like betting, but at least you're not putting something on every week or every day. It's like invested yeah. for the whole season, so it's a bit more of an investment, you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I was going to touch on that with, mm. with the fan team thing, which is obviously like a fancy sports, but obviously yeah. paid. We do the weekly monsters and stuff. Mm. So if you entered one of their weekly monsters at two quid, yeah, you've got the whole weekend of football. And, and you've got that enjoyment for two quid. You're watching all them games. You're watching Brighton play Burnley and hoping Brighton get a clean sheet. And you, you know you get you get your thrill out of it that way. Mm. And I think that is the way to go. If if anybody were struggling, um, obviously it depends on people. But yeah, it is very in your face in yeah. this country. I think at some point it will get that that'll get knocked on the head. Uh, but with Sky being such big players in obviously the football market. Um, 
and then having Skybet, it's quite a big, big thing, big business for them because they're rich because everyone's just throwing the money at them. Um, yeah, don't waste your time with that. Carry on playing fantasy football and enjoy it that way. Def- definitely do it. Def- more sensible option. Do any of you guys play um, Super Six? Sky Super Six? No. No. Because I always forget. Oh, yeah. I always I, see I it. Have I have done it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's you do forget, but it's quite an uh, interesting game to play. It's free, and you could win uh, the jackpot, couldn't you, if you get the six scores correct? Yeah. At least you're not putting any money on it. It's free. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Something to watch. Mm. But, I mean, but, imagine so, your devastation at 95th-minute penalty. You're there about to win. Yeah. They, they, someone mm. won it, didn't they, with the penalty last week, was it? I don't know. Uh, I think the penalty won them. Uh, they were the last-minute penalty. Mm. Sometimes he uh, gives them a bit of money, don't he? Even if they just miss out, he goes, oh, it's 10 grand or something, Jeff Stelling. Oh, they should do, because yeah. Jesus Christ. That, that, yeah, that'd do some serious harm to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to lose 250 grand at the kick of a ball yeah. in the 95th minute. Have you noticed that if you play Super 6, at the end, it, when you put your scores in, it says, do you want to put a bet on this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And that, that's the point. But you never had that before. He's you never have all that you in your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've got an account with them already because you signed up to the Super 6. You just deposit mm. a tenner and put a tenner on your selections. Yeah. 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 Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word for it. But yeah. Right, we'll move on from that. So you're touching on all sorts of subjects today. The Saudis, gambling, look at that, mixing it up, mixing it up in this special. The Night Watchman, one of my Burnley mates. Um, who's your favourite, uh, who's your guy's favourite midfield options under 3 million? 2.7 million to be precise. Uh, his current thoughts are probably all the options we'll go through. Yeah. Silva, Mbumo, uh, Curtis Jones, Damari Gray and Pablo Fernandes. Uh, James, you got anybody else different to well, that? Or do you want to touch on any of them? Not, not really. I mean, like I've said before, when you start getting down to two point seven million, your options are very limited. Um, I actually did a did a quick filter um, on uh, on my dream team spreadsheet, and um, you know, if you if you if you if you go for the <clears throat> if you filter by price and take out the the players that are, aren't playing in that are playing in Europe, it doesn't leave you with a lot of um, options. But so I quite I quite like the Curtis Jones option now, um, out of the ones he's picked. And Bernardo Silva, he's getting more minutes, isn't he? he seems to be revitalised, like we said last week. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think there are a few. You can't really expect too much of a return at that price. So I think if you've, you've got to stick him in and. If they don't score one week, you can't be going. Oh, who's the next guy to bring in? I think you've got to give them a few weeks, haven't you, just to just to see how they're returning? Because it's pointless just to watch switching them all the time. Yeah. Ben, have you uncovered any diamonds? Um, I haven't uncovered any diamonds, really. No, just uh, I had a couple. Obviously, I like them them selections, but um, obviously, I I I gave a shout out for Hoiberg last week, didn't I? He's uh, two point two million, twenty nine points so far. He's uh, yeah. just behind Demari Gray. He's got thirty two points, and he's quite high up on the leaderboard. Um, Luckman is playing for Leicester, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> they're, play, they're, play, they're playing terribly at the minute, but 
United's coming to town mm. on Saturday, so we'll see what happens. He's only 1.9 million playing right side uh, midfield. Yeah. And uh, Ziyech, 2.5 million. He's not been playing every week, but obviously with Chelsea, nice fixtures. Could be a rotation there. And he always seems yeah. to bag when he gets a little run, doesn't he, in, in the team. Could be a, could mm. be a nice Good player. Yeah. He's not really nailed a spot there yet, no. has he, since he signed. Mm. But he's definitely a very good player. That'd be interesting if he did get a, a decent run in that side. Yeah. Mm. And the other one was, uh, I noticed Lingard was 2.7 million. He's been bagging a few goals. Obviously, he's not not nailed, but you never know. He could, yeah. could, could work his way into the team. A lot of injuries. He has an impact, well. doesn't he? Go on. He has an impact, yeah. doesn't he? When he comes on Lingard, mm. and he wants to yeah. score. So if he comes on for twenty minutes, you, you you may well get a goal out of him. Yeah, but yeah, like you say, the injuries at United. I think United's going to get tricky up top when Rashford comes back. Mm. Um, obviously, Cavani's back fit now, so he's going to start you. Like you're going to have your players yeah. that have a bit of a rotation risk up there. Greenwood's quickly going to drop out of the picture. I would guess you got Sancho. He, he looked all right for England, didn't he? I don't want to get too excited because obviously it were Andorra. <laughs> and I reckon I'd have had a de- decent enough uh, time against against that right back. But um, yeah, he, 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 that, when he skinned him that time, he put the ball through his legs. So, you know, very, very nice. What we used to see in Sancho do at Dortmund, where he can carry that on and pick it up for United. Maybe. I mean, the choice is. For me, there's just one standout, and that's Bernardo Silva. Mm. We touched on it last last week because he's, I think he's showing Pep, look, no chance. Don't get rid of me. I'm still one of your main men. He's played unbelievably, um, unbelievably well, and I think for 2.7 million to get into that City midfield as a little bit of an enabler, mm. it's a bit of a no-brainer. No-brainer. Same price as Traore. Um, yeah, same price as is Gray two point seven as well. He is two point six. Two point six. I mean, yeah. Four nows is two point seven as well. So four nows, yeah, decent player. I've got him in a couple of teams. Uh, to be fair, I mean, I think we've got to be, we're going to touch on it in another question, but yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get that city midfield in quite a lot of it. Um. We jump over at LD, more dream team. He's he's pretty much in Fergus Prentice ball here. What do you guys think of Alonso and Torres's situation? He's thinking of going, switching those to Bernardo and Diaz. Any suggestions? He stuck his team up there, which is Brighton, Sanchez in goal, uh, Trent, Alonso, Rudiger, Aspilicueta at the back, Ben Rama, Torres, De Bruyne, Salah, Lukaku, Ronaldo. Nice team. <laughs> It is a decent team, especially for the fixtures coming yeah. up. Nah, would you be taking out Alonso and Torres for Bernardo and Diaz? I'd be. Uh, That's the question. I'd be waiting to see the lineups for the City game at three o'clock. Definitely. And then, if Torres doesn't start, I'd be happy to do those changes. So I'd be happy to go Bernardo and Diaz in for Alonso and Torres. Yeah. yeah. But um, if uh, Torres starts, I'd probably probably sit on it. Possibly. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him out if he starts. Yeah. yeah. Possibly if you can afford 
the uh, Diaz to Alonso. Uh, Alonso out, Diaz, Diaz in, didn't do that, but because Diaz is nailed. But if you can't, then probably sit on it if Torres starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Need to see those items, don't yeah. you? Could he, James? Torres could easily play in the Bruges game and then he could bang in that. Well, that's it, yeah. yeah. It's tricky. I mean, we'll say that and then Bernardo's going to be rested. What about if Bernardo and Torres are rested? <laughs> just stick with it. <laughs> then you've got to make sure you've got a plan B, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I stick my neck on line. I think Alonso will start for Chelsea at the weekend. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. He's been playing all okay. season, hasn't he? So. Yeah. He played the weekend side the, the other day, Chelsea, I thought. So, yeah, they did. And they'll rest in players that are going to play a lot of games in the international breaks. And Alonso's played both games for Spain, hasn't he? He has. Mm. I mean, he's a man on form, though, isn't he? Yeah. So he deserves his uh, deserves his chance at the Spanish team as well. Um, yeah, you've got to see the lineups, LD. Have to, and then base it from there. But have it, like like Ben says, have you a plan B and have it ready, ready for the all eventualities. Um, <laughs> footy froggies have been on <laughs> now I thought I'd had a bit of a crack pipe when I'd <laughs> this but hi Dream Team Sonic my question is what's squid is it an undersea creature and can I keep it in my pond <laughs> now, we, we want it random <laughs> but, uh, yeah what do you make of that James well Froggy Frog, you've clearly been watching too much Squid Game on Netflix and have squid on the brain. Um, I've done my research into this, as any professional podcaster would. Um, Squids live live in an enormous variety of aquatic habitats. They can be found in both freshwater and saltwater environments, deep water and shallow water, and across many different temperature ranges. Saying that, I probably wouldn't have one in your pond unless your pond is massive. <laughs> they are, they are froggy. Fair play, James. That's some, some decent research there. Have you, have you boys ever had the uh, squid to eat? I have. I like squid. Calamari. Calamari. Yeah. Can't go wrong with yeah, calamari. Good. Got to cook it right now, yes. Yeah. Well, it's a bit chewy. Don't want it chewy. Yeah. yeah. Chewy squid, not what you want. Have you, have, you guys been watching Squid Game? I was Game? about to say, have you watched it? I haven't. Do you know what? I'm going to watch it though because everyone's talking about yeah. it, and my 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 lodger is um has started watching it. So and he's saying it's good. Right. Everyone in work's talking about it. So yeah, I'm going to give it a go. See what it's like. See, I yeah. I haven't spoke to anyone about it, and then I seen the advert on Netflix. I put it put it on with the dubbing, and it's giving it all like the Pokemon sounds. <laughs> I thought, what the fuck's this? <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like you're watching Pokemon or something. <laughs> so I turned it off, but I might give it another go. I don't know. You've got you. Right, I I watched the first episode. Um, and I was thinking, what's going on? Mm. A little bit like that. But it gets to the end of that first episode, and I'm like, you've got to watch it. I got my missus to watch it, so I watched the like second half of the first episode again with her. I told her I told her everything up to then. For mm. get, get into the nitty gritty kind of thing, 
and she were a bit like, what the hell is this? Like, what's he making me watch again? Like, <laughs> what, what, what is this guy? But now she's annoyed that I'm podcasting tonight because we can't watch the uh... episode. So she's like, well, we can't watch Squid Game tonight. <laughs> well, pods, I thought you weren't podding international. But yeah, we're doing a special, Wolf. Don't worry about it. Don't be worried about it. So yeah, it's definitely you did get past that first episode, yeah. which is brilliant in the last twenty minutes. Right, and um, it, yeah, the dubbing over is a little bit. Some of the acting is a little yeah. bit suspect, but it's a very, very, very good program. From what I've seen, like I say, I've only, I'm only three episodes in, but it's very gripping. So recommend it. Kerry Purvis has been on, giving United's run this month. Is it worth? Punting Bruno, I'm guessing. I'm guessing he means shipping him out. That's what I thought when I had to read yeah. it about five times. But I figured out he's, <laughs> he's he's saying, "Shall I get rid of Bruno and Ronaldo and go with a three or four City midfield?" Yeah, that's that's how I read it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go with that, James. What what do you think, mate? Um, well, that's I've done that effectively. Um, so I, I would I would recommend it. It could backfire though. I mean, uh, it is. I, I I think you've got to be you've got to be brave. Go with the fixtures. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, you could pick any from KDB, Foden, one of Grealish or Mares, possibly yeah. Bernardo Silva for a cheapie. There's plenty of options to go for that three or four City midfield. Um, do consider your team. Have a consider going um, four at the back. I think that is a viable option um, yeah. as well. Um, Definitely, yeah, I, I think it's worth worth a shot. I've done it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, you didn't give a shout at Torres there. <laughs> could, could be a player. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, plays centre forward for uh, Man City on Saturday. Hopefully. Yeah, he could could do. It was it was quite a big option last year, weren't it? We had like Foden, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Torres at times, Mares. It it does happen, yeah. doesn't it? At points in the season where you think oh, I'm going to jump on City. Well, do you remember um, what Fergie was saying uh, on the first pod that he joined us on? Mm. He was saying it was the fixture. It was in January of last year when. Man, Man City's fixtures changed dramatically yeah. and he got on early mm-hmm. and he said that's what propelled him to the top of the league and to stay there and then ultimately win it. Yeah. So I try and keep that in mind mm-hmm. and it's difficult to get rid of Bruno and, and Ronaldo, isn't yeah. it? But I think sometimes you've just got to got to be brave and go for it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, United have been absolute pants. <laughs> uh, they had the fixtures at the start of the season. Um Obviously, Ronaldo, Ronaldo will score. He'll score goals. He, he's a goal scorer. Fernandez as well. He's going to pick up points. The top quality players, they will pick up points in games. Yeah. But are they going to go and destroy teams like City are probably going to do? Chelsea to a degree, when, once they click, because I mean, I think there's a lot of points to be had with them two teams. I, I just think you've got to pick them up. Like you say, you've got to have the bigger balls and just say, I'm going without Fernandes. I'm going without Ronaldo. I'm going to fill it with Grealish, uh, De Bruyne, Foden, even Bernardo Silva. I'm going to go four across the middle of City and I'm just going to put up with the rotation. Mm. I, I've done it myself in a few teams where obviously my dream team, Tonic team, I've run out of transfers. I've only got Mores and De Bruyne. 
and I'm looking at Fernandez in my team and it's paining me because it's my best team as well now, my uh, Tonic team. So it's, it's annoying me that I've not quite got that transfer just to put another a third City midfielder in until the end of the month. But, I, I think but, United, United might do well the next game week against Leicester and Atalanta, but then obviously they play Liverpool after that, the week after. But then we're just hearing Varane's out. Yeah. Maguire's out. Well, Varane's just gone off injured tonight. Mm. Maguire's out. Mm. Um, so they've got, well, they're going to have a back four of Shaw, uh, Wambasaka, Lindelof. I mean, who shaky yeah. at the best of times. But, but to be fair, Lindelof can look all right if he's got a decent player inside of him, someone who's looking more assured. But Maguire's looked shaky all season anyway. But Bailey, that's not their job anyway, is it? To sc- their job's to score goals. I know what you mean, though. But... Yeah. yeah. I mean, ba- Bailey, if he could ever stay fit, mm. he's probably the best centre half they've got. Mm. Except Phil Jones. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so we need to. Uh... Oh, he's going to be one to keep an eye on. Oh, did you know he was so good at Rovers? He absolutely ruined him, United. Fuming. Fuming. He just needs to come back to Rovers. We're we're, uh, we're struggling for centre-hours. We can't keep Daniel Ayala fit. So, who's ex-Liverpool, isn't he, Ayala? He, he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, they've got they've got to grips with him this season at Rovers. So, they've said to him, we won't train. He doesn't train during week. Mm. He literally turns up on a Saturday and plays 90 minutes. And now he stays fit. That's what Paul Merson used to do, isn't it? Pop, pop, pop. Honestly, he's 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 our player of the year so far. He's been unbelievable for always. Mm. But he doesn't train during mm. the week now, so crazy. Crazy what they have to do to uh, get the best out of the player. Maybe Phil Jones, if he just uh, doesn't go to Carrington during week and he just uh, <laughs> he just turns up on a Saturday, put him alongside uh, Lindelof. But, yeah. Like you say, United, Leicester and Atalanta. I fancy Leicester to batter them. Yeah. Leicester are going to bounce back. <laughs> Bordy, hat-trick. Let's see what happens. Fergie's apprentice won't be happy with that. There'll be a few other of our listeners as well. <laughs> um, oh, is that goal dates here? I'm a little bit light. Been a couple of goals in the French game. Um, oh, um, so... Arazi Bayal. Yeah. It's 1-1, one, one, I think. Benzema has gone straight back up over end and scored 1-1. One, one. Well, that was quick, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> that flew in. Two minutes between the goals. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> no Torres, though. So this... Oh, no, it's any time, isn't it? So so yeah, Torres, yeah. Time. If you aim. Yeah. We've, we've, you um, didn't mention it at the start we... of the pod. I didn't. We've been trying to give this shirt away for weeks now. <laughs> uh, we, ha- we have got three to give away. Uh, we still can't go into the first one. So we have done Torres any time. Uh, if Torres scores any time, everybody who's retweeted it, subscribed and, and follows on Twitter, there's a chance to win a, a shirt loot box. If you're not following at shirt loot box yet, get to them. Uh, great little company. Mystery shirts coming through your door. I love a mystery shirt, me. I, I love random football shirts. It's right on my street, that. Anyway, Curry, yeah, off topic that was, but... yeah. Very much advisable, City. Go City, go Chelsea. Sod United for now until they pick up the form. Because United won't stay off all, uh, form all year. It's about jumping on them and off them at the right times. Right, got a few other talking points here. Um, touch on a bit of manscaping. I think you were uh, 
doing a bit of gardening earlier, weren't you, Ben? <laughs> not that, that, <laughs> not not that, that type. I think we we'll just give our we we'll just give our listeners a little bit of an heads up because obviously we have got some manscaping products on the way, on route, and we will be advertising them to you. And we're we're, we're going to be our uh, test subjects anyway. So we'll, we'll see how that goes for the next pod. I think <laughs> I think that'll be on. So a little bit of an heads up that we might be talking about our our balls. <laughs> Um, beer 52 uh, the giveaways are on pause until November they've obviously had some logistics issues uh, I don't know if anybody's purchased through uh, he's been obviously up and down the country struggling for drivers and delivery drivers and stuff so they've had a few issues so their giveaways are on pause until November we'll give you a shout when they're back running right I put a poll out, uh, poll out earlier on Twitter for um, for us to predict the winners and the relegated teams of this year's Premier League. I will make note of these as well. So, I don't know whether I might give you a prize. Maybe a Dream Team Tonic mug. You know, then that are sat under my, uh, under my dresser. I might, uh, <laughs> might send them out eventually. But yeah, we did do a poll earlier for the winner of the league. And, sorry James, but out on top, Man City, 42% of the vote. Can't believe that. <laughs> Second, Chelsea with thirty-three percent of the vote. What? <laughs> Liverpool, sixteen percent of the vote in third, and United. I don't know how they sneaked nine percent of that vote, but they did in fourth. So now to us, who do you reckon, James? Obviously, take your Liverpool hat off, and, <laughs> and then I know you're going to be aggrieved that Leicester aren't in on the vote. I, know, I can't but I can only it. put four boxes on, mate. I can only put four on. <laughs> um, oh, it's tricky. I, I think it, I think the the top spot is between Liverpool and City. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm I know I know you said take my Liverpool hat off. I do think we're in with the shout. I just think if Man United, if City had bought that striker, um, which they still might do in January, of course. Um, I would be. I, I would say City all the way. Yeah. Um, and mind you, they they did look good against us the other day with with uh, Foden. He looks electric, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, right, I'm going to say City at the top, just then Liverpool, then yeah. Chelsea. It's all going to be really close, and I think United will be a little bit further back, like ten points. Or <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Go on, Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. We'll, we'll stick with James. No, go on. No, sorry. Go on. Go on, Ben. Um, I, 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 I actually done this at the start of the season. I wrote all the, all the plays. Oh, yeah. did you? That'd be interesting. Um, but um, I'm going to stick with my prediction from the start of the season. Um, it's Chelsea. I think they're going to win it. I just think they're solid at the back. They've got Now they've got yeah. Lukaku. They've got, they've got all the got um, players in every position. You know, if they if they have injuries, they've got players to come back in. They've got a good squad. Like City, yeah. if they have an injury, they've got to bring a kid in, haven't they? Really, uh, Man United, uh, Liverpool, uh, they're bringing the kids in at the minute. And then Curtis Jones, obviously Curtis Jones playing well, but uh, yeah. Salah, Salah's the one. It's like making me think. Oh, Liverpool definitely got a chance. The way they're playing. They look really yeah, good at the minute. minute and Van Dyke's back, obviously. 
But I've got, I'm going to stick with Chelsea. Um, yeah. City, we're not having a striker is a big thing for me. Not having a... It not is. having like... If they signed Kane, God, they would have been another level, wouldn't they? But Yeah. They're not. They're not got like a number nine, and they like a superstar, have they? So I'm going to stick with Chelsea. I think. I think they're going to come good. They're going to click at some point, and then Lukaku's going to bang the goals in. Yeah, go on. Second then. Second place. Oh, second place. Uh, We're doing the top four. Right. We might as well fill, fill in. I I had Man City down for second place, and then Liverpool third, United fourth. Yeah. For me? No. For me, no. <laughs> Not for me, no. <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, I'll go with City. I think um, we've seen them against Chelsea and Liverpool. Mm. Um, and I just think even without that striker, with De Bruyne and Fulham coming back, they have so much power in that like, top that final third of the pitch, it's so much, so much talent and so many goals and assists that can come from all over there. Um, I think if Ferran Torres finds his feet as a number nine for City, I think the, it could be easy for him. But got two very, very strong sides in Liverpool and Chelsea behind them. Um, Liverpool, it's a shame this they're. They seem to have lost a few players, important players at Middle Park, and because they got Van Dijk back, they got um, they got the defensive unit back, and then all of a sudden, in front of them, that's that's fallen apart a little bit, which is a bit of a shame. But that could quickly um, sort itself out. Um, but then Chelsea, like you say, they look so well defensively, so well organised. Lukaku coming in, who just has goals. I mean, you got Werner, who. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a goal machine uh, when he wants to be. Um, they've got the talent there at Chelsea, um, definitely. They, they learn to uh, play off Lukaku right, play to his strengths right. Then they're a force. I think it'd be close between Liverpool, City and Chelsea, but City to win. I think we go Liverpool second, Chelsea third, and yeah, United fourth or or beyond to be honest it wouldn't surprise me if I see Leicester in that fourth spot um, I know you've had a bad start um, but United haven't looked that great I think it might be a bit of a catalyst for Leicester this weekend against United six pointer <laughs> as they say right on to relegation I ain't done um, I ain't done James's top four yeah, we did. Oh, did um, we just pick the winner? No, 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 you did the top oh, four. Right. <laughs> Relegation then. <laughs> right. Go on, James. We'll back to you first. Then. Well, I didn't know we were going to do this, so I've quickly hastily, I've hastily done it. Um, Norwich guaranteed bottom. I think that's mm-hmm. the that's the only easy one. Um, I think I think Watford might might go down, even though they've got uh, Ben's mate Claudio in charge now. Viva um, Claudio! Yeah. <laughs> but 
they've they've got some goals in Saar, though. I mean, you usually look for the sides that struggle struggle to score, don't you? Yeah. Um, or or are leaking defensively. Um, It'll be off to Newcastle in January. I do wonder. <laughs> <So>. if... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So what? Norwich bottom. Watford, I think, will probably go, um, and maybe Southampton. Mm. I, I would have picked Burnley, but they're not doing very well. But they always seem to match. John Dyche always manages to just get them going, doesn't he? Just enough to keep them up. They might even end up in the top half. You never know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's difficult this year to predict. But yeah, I'm going to go Norwich Watford Saints. Norwich Watford Saints in reverse order. <laughs> yeah, go on, Ben. And I did this, obviously, I did the prediction at the start of the season, so I've gone Norwich, Burnley, Watford. But now my Amici from Italy is back in the Premier League, Claudio. I'm back in Watford, so I'm saying Southampton's going down. (sighs) (laughs) They can't score. They've lost their goal scorer, haven't they, Southampton, really? I mean, the guy that they've... Armstrong... Is he is he good enough? Well, we'll see. Ask Tony. Hey, Armstrong, is he good enough? Yeah, he's, he's a goal scorer. Is he gonna? I, do you know what? Southampton have played all right. I mean, look at them there. They played seven games. All right, they've not won a game. They had a hard run. They drew. They, they drew at City. They have had a tricky run. They've lost three games out of the seven. Obviously, opening day, opening day defeat and uh, Everton. I just, I think the, the fixtures haven't been kind to Southampton. But when I've seen them, they've played really well. I think they've got too much to go down. Uh, I like Hasselhutl. Hasselhutl. Yeah. I think he's, he's a good manager. Yeah. Uh, I think they've got a decent camaraderie there. They've, they've got a decent squad. Um, I... So I, I, don't, I don't see Southampton. I see Norwich definites. Mm. Like James touched on Burnley, they always just seem to have enough every single year. And I, I think that that look has to come to an end at some point. Yeah. I think they've only made one signing this year with that uh, Max Cornet. He's a good player. Uh, but is it enough probably to keep that Burnley side up? They're struggling. They're struggling at both ends of the pitch. They must be struggling because they signed Aaron Lennon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was there the season before, I think. And he, no, he, he had went, a few issues, yeah. wasn't he? He went to Turkey, no, though, didn't he? And then they, they sacked him. So Burnley said, oh, yeah, we'll have you back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a squad filler, isn't he? But, it's, yeah, uh... I've gone Norwich, Burnley, hello, at Watford. Right. Um, is the bounce going to happen mm. for Ranieri? I hope it does, because I like Ranieri. Mm. I do really like Ranieri as a manager. Dilly ding, dilly dong. He seems like a top bloke, doesn't he? <laughs> Seems that's where you want to go and have a pint with. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get them jotted down, um, and we'll we'll see how they they come to light towards the end of the season. I think it's going to be one of them seasons where the the, the third place team that goes down is going to be doesn't deserve to go down. It's going to be on like 40, 42 points or something. Yeah. Forty five points. But if you'd like to stick stick a ten pound bet on your selections, Ben, click here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sky bet. Right, 
backed by popular demand. I know you've been uh, pestering Frank, haven't you, for this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got it from uh, Frank at uh, It was a good little stat he had on his uh, website. He's put it back on there now. Um, so we've got uh, the best team from the last six game weeks. Uh, 504 points for 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 less than 50 million 49.7 million we've got Ramsdale in goal 29 points Azpilicueta 40 points Ruben Diaz 43 points Salisu from Southampton 31 points Townsend 61 points Benrama 42 points Mares 44 Damari Gray, 32. Salah, 72. Kane, 60. And Antonio, 50 points. So you'd be well up there if you had that team from the start of the season. He didn't even make any transfers. It's crazy, isn't it? Thinking if you had Salisa in your, in your team, you could be that high. Yeah, he's got two um, star man and a goal so far this season in a struggling side. <laughs> I mean, Townsend... He's going around shit housing everybody, isn't he? <laughs> he's um, he's doing it to, not just us, but he's he's took it a little bit higher. <laughs> Started shit housing Ronaldo, <laughs> doing his Sue celebration. <laughs> I love that. Sue, <laughs> gotta say, gotta say, I did love that. I mean, it was a bit of a crap effort to be fair, but it, it was funny to see. Um, but yeah, two two Everton midfielders in there. We're saying, yeah, it's been a it's been a issue for us on it midfield, but. Them lads would have you up there. Townsend on 61 points. Massive. Uh, Ramsdale. Gonna run through the next one. Just, just well. mention, oh, yeah, go on. Just yeah, Ramsdale, obviously. Arsenal keeper. The, yeah, I think he's second or third highest point scoring goalkeeper already. And he's only played four matches, is it right? I think that's right. I just checked it before. That's crazy. But yeah, that, I think that's... He's done really well since he's been in the He's not playing many, has he? It's four games, I think it is now. Three clean sheets. Yeah, mm. yeah and and the other the <laughs> other table bad. we've got here is the overall table. Uh the this team has fifty five hundred and seventy points. Uh forty nine point nine million. So if you had this team at the start of the season, you'd be top by twenty one points now. He didn't make a transfer at all. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. So I'm uh, looking at one of those players in there and I'm going, wow. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry, Ben. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. For the people listening on the podcast, yeah. um, we've got Mendy and Goal, 36 points. Azpilicueta, 48. Cancelo, 47. Alonso, 43. Duffy, 42. <laughs> Townsend is in there again, 66 points. Ben Rama, 52. Bruno, 49. Salah, 89. Antonio, 57. And the one for the special prize, Fours from Brentford. He's, I think he got a hat-trick in the League Cup, didn't he? 41 points, 2.5 million. Yeah. I only had him in two teams. You had him, did you? Nah. Uh, what you <laughs> did there. Uh, that would have been a good one. Like the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God. <laughs> yeah, force. I mean, you're not seeing that one, are you? 
Duffy, I mean, he he went to Celtic last year, so he would have probably an unexpected one. He's always a good asset in fantasy football, mm. Duffy, because uh, when he when he at Rovers, he's always a danger in the box. You know, he'll do well on ratings as well. I remember uh, a few people. Uh, what was it? He was in FPL a couple of years ago. I think he had triple game week or some double game week, and everyone tried to. What was it? Don't bring that up, what, Ben. What was it? What was it again? I forgot now. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I've still got um, like some sort of post traumatic um, <laughs> I, 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 I captained. I think he had a double or a triple game week or something yeah. ridiculous. And um, yeah, I captained him. I was one of those people. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. but he, he must You're have, I think he had two easy was, fixtures, yeah. didn't he? And he conceded in both games. Yeah, it was a disaster. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. When fancy football goes wrong. <laughs> he's turned he's turned his career around at Brent Brighton this year, though. Yeah, he's been brilliant. He has. Yeah. He has. He's a good player. Uh, he left Rovers in very strange circumstances, as I think we touched on it before in one of the other pods, where he scored two own goals and got a red card. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that, were, that were the game after we rejected his move to Brighton. Oh, God. Um, and uh, they played him because we didn't have, him, have many other options. Put him out there, he scored two own goals and then got sent off. On purpose? Just walked straight down to them. <laughs> well, he, he, he quickly sent to Brighton after that. So, But yeah, other than that, he's a good player. <laughs> so, right, let's get. To, we, we don't obviously each week we 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 run through the dream team tonic league in the, the dream team format. We don't really touch on the other formats as such. So we're going to take the opportunity tonight, with it being a bit of a one-off pod in the international break, just to have a quick run through the the other uh, other leagues we run, which is obviously in fan team, um, FPL, and Sky. So. James, you'll take it away, mate, and have a run through the Fricks DTT <clears throat> FPL League. Yeah, sure. So um, in 10th place, we have Donald O'Regan. In 9th place, we've got Alexander Aquilina. Oh, that, that's a name that rings a bell. Uh, from the old dream team uh, Tonic League from last year. Yeah. Good player he is, isn't he? I he believe is. he's a pod listener as well. He um, is. In 8th place, we have Lee Giles. Seventh, Chris Galloway. Sixth, James Fricker. Get it. In fifth, we have Ollie Lewinsky. Fourth, Martin Burke. Third, Jamie Curry. Second, Jack Bolt. And in first, we've got Jonathan Stolberg. Jonathan Stolberg. He's another listener as well. Stolberg. Yeah, I recognise that name. There's a few on there, actually. There is. <coughs> there is. Strong league. Up at the top there, 478. Can't, can't quite remember what my team's on now. I quite think of it off the top of my head. How, how, do you know how many you're on, Ben? How far are you off of that top 10? 431, I'm on. It's not far behind. It's going to be quite a close league, won't it? Um, and the fan team, TT Tonic League. It's, hard, it's quite hard to read this out. Um, in 10th, we've got Anarang. In 9th, Baker 343, because these are usernames, aren't they? A little bit different. Yeah. 8th, uh, Craigie Backer. 7th, Simac. 6th, this is one we know from Twitter, Yorkshire Exile. Uh, it's doing well. 
In fact, in fifth, is that you, there, James? That is me, mate. You love <laughs> your FPL formats, don't you? DTT <laughs> alternative is there. In in fourth, we've got Choppy, Choppy, seven. Uh, joint second, Pookie Naz and A. Wiley. And at the top, X117. So, <laughs> He's got quite a lead there as well, five two four. He'll be quite high in the. Uh, he has, hasn't he? In the overall game there. Um, Below that though, it's really close, isn't it? It is very, very close. Yeah, very good competitive league. And over to you, Ben, with the um, the Sky League, which we've not touched on on the pod yet. All right. Yeah. In tenth place, James Hill. Ninth place, Tim Barry. Eighth place, Morris Weeks. In seventh place, Dominicas Simitis. Sixth place, Paul Jameson. In fifth place, Dale Steele. In fourth place, Kyle Gregory. In third place, Perry Hart. Second place, Paul Jackson. And first place, David Newman. Shadwell Army! Shadwell Army! <laughs> What's that? That's from a film, in it? ID? Hooligan film. Do you not know it, lads? No. <laughs> Shadwell on, mate. Is yeah. it? And like an old uh, 90s film, early 90s. What, before the likes of uh, yeah, before fo- Green Street? Yeah, before Football Factory and Green Street. Not from the craze, is it? No. Night, night. It's like undercover, undercover uh, cops going to... To be in like the firms in this firm, you have to watch it. <laughs> you, have to, you have to drop us a message when you when you, when you remember the name. ID, mate. it's called. Cool. Oh, I, yeah, ID. Yeah, it's uh, ID Shadwell Army. It sounds a bit gritty, Ben. It's quite a good film. <laughs> Come on, then. You want some? Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do the uh, Dream Team Tonic uh, Cash League and the Dream Team one because we already did it last week. There's not been any, any change. So you're getting another shout out. Um, I think that's it, lads. I think we've um, we've done all right, haven't we, to say we don't really have much to talk about during the yeah. international break. Let's, let's pre- well, it's over an hour, so yeah, we've done quite well there. It's been nice to have a few beers with you and chat a bit. Of other stuff other than just dream team, bit of um, bit of just general footy and yeah, yeah, get a few random questions, um, see what the uh, feedbacks like from the from the listeners and might do it another international break. <clears throat> just wanted to say the shirt's still safe and we're in the ninety first minute. Um, so and Perry Torres is one on one with the keeper. He's off. Oh, he's gone off. Uh, he went off on eighty five minutes. <laughs> We've get, oh, got to get rid of that shirt sometime. Sometime soon. You'll have to go Salah for the next game. Salah. Salah running time. Salah to score any time. And it's 2-1. You never said that. France are winning 2-1. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't give you that update, did I? Mbappe. Uh, Mbappe. Mbappe, yeah. But, yeah, we'll uh, get that. We'll, we'll eventually get that shirt given away. I think we're a little bit of a jinx. You you don't really want us to put Salah, do you? <laughs> no, because don't. No, don't. off injured. Um, it is, if he scores again, I think, um, in the next game, it's, it, I think it's some sort of record he gets 
for like consecutive scoring in consecutive games. You know, we don't want to jinx him, do we? No. No. We'll, um, <laughs> we'll have a think. I might even put a poll out before the weekend. Uh, have England got another game? Yeah. Hungary. Hungary. Yeah. yeah. Harry Kidd, score against Hungary anytime. He's going to play 90 minutes, in not he? Oh, sure, it'll definitely go then, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, go on. You'd think. So, get signed up, guys. He's hungry for us, isn't he? He's hungry. He's on, he's on the war path. But yeah, um, thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. If it says subscribe down there, then you're not doing it right. It should say subscribed. Do it. <laughs> do it. And Yeah, do it. And then uh, keep an eye out for our uh, our giveaways. And obviously, next week we'll have you uh, a decent discount code on, on your own uh, landscaping products, probably. Depending on how it goes with the test. Yeah, we might be at A&E by next week, but we'll see. Anyway, take care. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys.